On today's episode of Tap Out Talk, we are going to talk about the WWE being for sale. I'm going to give you all the information of why this has been building up for two years. And plus, we're going to talk about the recent releases. And I'm going to go to WWE headquarters and get some answers on Tap Out Talk. All right, everyone. So I wanted to dig into this corporate WWE story. And what I decided to do for each of my listeners is I decided to drive to Stanford, Connecticut to the WWE headquarters because I'm going to get some answers for us. There's a lot of crazy stuff going on right now in the world of wrestling. And, you know, us as fans, we don't deserve to just be surprised like this every week that in a non-televised way. So I actually drove to WWE headquarters and I'm going to go ahead and play some audio clip of that and we're going to see what we can find. So, all right, let's go ahead and do that. All right, so here I am at uh, Connecticut and I actually just, I'm walking up to WWE headquarters. I'm, I'm going to salute that red, white, and blue flag as I walk in the building and here I am. I'm going to go in the lobby and, hello? Yo, hey, anybody here? Is there a bell to ring? There seems to be nobody in the lobby, but um, <clears throat> that's kind of odd. It's uh, it's a Sunday? No, it's a, it's a midweek, so I don't know. Where is everybody? This is a business day. Um, where's the administrative assistant? Where's the secretary? You know, you think you have somebody to greet me when I'm coming here. I mean, this is ridiculous. I'm a shareholder. All right, so you know what? Let's... um. Let's just, I'm going to help myself in because I technically own a part of this company as a shareholder. So I'm going to walk in here and I'm just going to see, you know, where to find somebody. Let's go in this uh, meeting room in here and see if we got nobody. That's weird. Hello? Anybody there? Hello? All right. So there's nobody here and I'm just, is anybody live streaming on uh, Zoom on this TV? Teams? Microsoft Teams? No? Okay. All the chairs are pushed in, so it's like everybody went home. All right. You know what? Forget. We're going to go on out here. Let's go out to the cafeteria. Now, let's go to the cubicles, actually. Let's go to the cubicles. Um, you know, let's go. This is where the WWE call center is. And let's go in there because, you know what? I, I've been wanting to complain about my uh, transition to the Peacock Network lately because I felt like I lost a lot of content and I'm paying eh, a little less. But still, I feel like I'm going to end up paying... Um, a lot less for, you know, commercials and all this annoying stuff when I watch Peacock now instead of non. So I want to talk to these call center people. So let's go in here and hello, anybody. Hello. Why are all the chairs pushed in in this place? And the trash cans are emptied. Okay. So there's obviously not been, where are the computers? These people not use computers. The desks are empty. These people don't use. Okay. This is really weird. There's nobody apparently at work today. At the WWE headquarters. I'm not giving up though. Let's go to the cafeteria. Because everybody loves food. And hey, we got somebody. Hello. Yeah, yeah, hey. Yeah, Brian Adkins from Tap Out Talk. Hello. Why is he doing? He's just acting like nobody's there. Okay, that must be a janitor. He's like sweeping the floor or something. Um, Can't even get a burger around here. All right. Uh, You know what? Let's go on upstairs. Let's find out more areas. And um, I see people in the boardroom. Okay, this isn't the writer's room or is this the boardroom? Let's go in. Hey, guys, Brian Adkins from Tap Out Talk. And I want to talk to you guys about the recent WWE. Hello? Well, you guys. Hello, guys. Guys, look, I got my audience here. I'm, I'm talking. Don't ignore me. Okay, look, 
I'm a shareholder. Okay, look, I get, there's a lot of empty chairs around you guys, and you guys are being weird, and you look scared, and, I mean, didn't there used to be other people in here too, or you just have extra chairs in your office? What's that? Okay, you, you're not allowed to talk about anything you say. Why? I mean, Vince McMahon, you guys are scared. Is there a lot of layoffs going on around here? I heard about releases happening today, and, all right, I gotta go. Okay, so, um, all right, thanks. I'm, you know what? You guys don't worry about it. I'm going to find Vince McMahon himself. I'm going to talk to Vince McMahon. And I'm going to get to the bottom of this. You guys just, I guess the term sit tight. So sit tight, okay? Um, don't. Oh, good God, I'm walking. What the heck? Who keeps a Tyrannosaurus Rex in the building? What the f- Okay. <sighs> okay, so that is weird that this person has a Tyrannosaurus Rex in their office. And God damn it. I told you two to get out. I'm done. I am done wrestling with you idiots. I said out. Out. Get out. Daniel Bryan. AJ Styles, get the hell out of my office. I told you before. I'll send you two back to the Indies as quick as I scooped you up from Ring of Honor and TNA. I'll dump you back there quicker than I found you. Out. All right. Where was I? Oh, yes, my address to the WWE audience. Uh, WWE Universe, this is Vincent Kennedy McMahon coming live from the WWE headquarters, uh, live on the WWE Network. I want to talk to you guys about a lot of good changes in the company that's coming up in the year 2021, and we're really going to the moon, and our shareholders should be... Uh, I, I can't take it anymore. I'm selling the company. I'm done. I'm done real with these writers. I'm done dealing with having to tear up scripts five minutes before Raw and SmackDown. I got to do it all myself. I'm losing my hair. It's that brat Stephanie's no help. Shane is off doing God knows what. And Linda, oh, she's trying to be a politician. I'm done, damn it. I'm selling the company. It's over. I'm going to make a lot of money doing it. And... Uh, Dad. What do you want, Stephanie? Dad. I'm doing stuff. You just told everyone that you're about to sell the company. I did what? About to sell the company. I did... Hey. Cut the tape. Cut. Cut. We're going to do it again. What do you mean we're going live? I just sold... I just... I sold or told. I told. All right, you know what, Stephanie? You're bothering me. Go, go. Go play with your brother, your younger brother, or older brother. I don't know. Whatever, which one I had first. Uh, I can get this. All right, all right. Uh, as I was saying, uh, WWE Universe, I, I uh, have sold the company. Uh, we're going to sell the company. We're going to sell our products to our uh, people at a great cost. And it's a great value on the WWE Network that's now streaming on Peacock. And, uh... We've even done you a favor and uh, put commercials in, uh, yeah, to uh, help you guys, you know, figure out what to buy your kids for Christmas. But you should be shopping on www.shop.com first. Uh, and there's going to be commercials for that, too. Anyway, we're going to sell uh, a great experience. And, uh, yeah, so look at it. Oh, man, what's it's raining in here. And, uh, oh, oh uh, yeah, we're going to. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to have a money in the bank ladder match. Uh, new innovative idea. We're going to we're going to put uh, on the top of the headquarters. We're going to have a ring and we're going to have uh, the the owners of Fox Network and NBC and um, you know Peacock and we're going to have the uh, president of uh, Disney. Yeah, we're going to yeah, house the mouse. We're going to have them all, you know, fighting and in the money in the bank briefcase hanging above the ring, we're going to have a 
the, the ownership of the WWE itself and whatever CEO can run to the top and knock the others down and, you know, have the testicular fortitude to really reach and grab that brass ring is going to get my whole company and they're going to have the rights to buy the WWE and I'm going to be, <laughs> look at all this money. I'm going to be, I'm going to be so rich. <laughs> look, it's flowing in. Oh. My God, Dad, that's a lot of cash. It is a lot of cash, Stephanie, and and uh, uh, you're gonna get a cut too. And you and that, uh, uh, you and, and tri- uh, Triple H, Hunter, Hunter. Uh, uh, you know what? I I got this, Stephanie. Get out! Get out! Damn it! I got this under control. Hunter, go back to NXT and play with those toys I gave you down there, and you know, do something. I I don't care. Stay out of my way. I got this. All right, I. Emma, I'm going to be so rich at the end of this. And uh, uh, Mr. McMahon, this is Brian Adkins from Tap Out Talk. And um, who the hell are you? Why are you even in my office? Well, um, I came here to get answers to viewers. Your company's been doing a lot of weird stuff lately. And I think, you know, you owe it to the public to um, have some answers and kind of let us know what's going on and why you're releasing wrestlers and um, the stock is, you know, weird and you're firing presidents and, you know, it's just odd and it's not normal. And I don't have to explain myself to you. I want you out of my office. Call security right now. Mr. McMahon, there's nobody in this building. I, I literally walked up here untouched, basically. Even your janitor wouldn't talk to me. Um, I'm a shareholder. I don't know if that counts. Well, you know, okay, I'll put you, you can get a, a big bucket of Christmas meat. I'll send you something. Now, out, out, damn it. All right, all right, I'm going, going. All right, guys. Um, That was my trip to WWE headquarters in Stanford, Connecticut. Um, Sorry uh, for the bad acting, but I just wanted to have a little fun with this and try something a little crazy on this. And I'm going to take a quick minute here to take a drink. Ooh, because that was um, a very raspy Vince McMahon voice going on and uh, he seemed angry with me so uh, welcome again to tap out talk I want to talk about today all the reasons why the WWE is probably going to sell their company so and then I took my approach to this was really a business approach and just kind of looking at what companies do before they look to sell or merge or do something major and my experiences you know in working in the business world I've kind of seen some of this stuff before so I just want to give you guys my input on that in addition to, you know, we got to zoom out at this point. Right now, everybody's looking at today's news, and we'll get to that as far as the WWE releasing more wrestlers. But we really need to zoom out on this situation and talk about what the WWE has done in the last two years to really set up this move. And we all should have seen it coming. So um, won't be surprised for the company to sell down the line here very soon. So I want to talk about the first point is we, for sales prep, is just new deals overall. Starting out, um, Vince McMahon actually already has put his WWE Titan Towers up for sale a very long time ago with the idea that they would be moving to somewhere new. So WWE headquarters was already up for sale. And I find that's, you know, all well and good when you have an expanding company, but it's really weird. And you got to ask yourself, why would Vince McMahon get rid of something that he's his base of operations that he's worked out of in the last, you know, since 1980. So, um, other new deals that are coming into play. He locked up TV deals for local television shows. So he literally got a deal for Friday night Smackdown on Fox and he, you know, got Fox and that was a big, big signing 
and he promised them so much of a rating. And so now Fox is locked up for the long term. You got to also think when that happened, USA Network was a little worried. And so Vince, being a really good businessman, said, well, you know what? I'll give you an exclusive deal for the rights to Monday Night Raw. So now he's got two separate companies and two separate networks that actually locked up deals for long term. So, you know, you have to understand right now he's getting rid of things like headquarters and he's locking up guaranteed income for very long years. Okay, things that I believe would point to a long-term sale because you want to make your company look as trim as possible and you also want to lock up revenue streams for a very long time to come. So these new deals in place are a huge, huge part of making a company uh, look very valuable to sell for a large amount of money. The other thing is he's had deals that are done internationally. Um, Saudi Arabia, uh, excuse me, Saudi Arabia actually spent a lot of money in the prints over there, spent a lot of money to have these special shows to be WrestleMania-like. And I mean, they've been, you know, kind of up and down. They've had some legends, but you know, they've been decent shows overall. You could tell the WWE was really trying to put their best product on to keep the Saudi prints happy. And um, even the publicity side of it, I mean, he went over and did the whole PR thing and so did Triple H. And here, you know, we've got a picture of him with the Prince, you know, with a belt, you know, kind of around the WWE Championship. And, you know, they've paid, you know, a huge sum of money for these kind of deals to be put in place. So you have the SmackDown deal, the Raw deal, and the Saudi money that's just pouring in. It's looking like the WWE really just is a high streaming income, right? On top of that, the WWE Network has been successful, and that has been a new revenue of income uh, for the fan base. And it's been good for the fans, but it's also been good for WWE to get subscription-based and kind of take that Netflix approach. It didn't quite hit the things that they wanted to hit. So what they did was they've actually sold the rights in America to Peacock. So Universal NBC, Universal Peacock got the rights to that. And they have a five-year deal in place where they have all the rights to stream the WWE Network on Peacock exclusively. So again, this is now another long-term deal that Vince McMahon has put into place with his television deals, his streaming services, and his international multi-million-dollar you know, house shows um, in Saudi. So these new deals in place make the WWE guaranteed have streams of income. And this isn't even including merchandise sales, guys. So this is just on the product itself. Um, new faces and new places. So that's my other reason when we talk about the sales prep. The WWE actually got rid of a lot of their uh, presidents and some of their upper you know, um, board members that was in charge of helping run the day-to-day -day activities of the WWE. In the picture I have here up on the screen, the only ones remaining are Vince McMahon, Stephanie McMahon, and Triple H, and then a few others. But um, they actually cut ties with them, and it was actually said about, it was a year and a half ago, they cut ties with them because... They didn't like the way the stock prices were going and they felt like it wasn't to the point where it needed to be to show that the WWE is profitable despite these new deals that are put in place. So they did part ways with a, some very long term tenured you know, people in the positions that helped develop the brand and the product and actually helped develop the network. So that is another thing. And then enter uh, Nick Khan, who is the new president of WWE. Uh, not related to Tony Khan, who runs AEW, but Nick Khan, which is just ironic, president of WWE, was brought in to handle the new direction of the WWE. And when you look at this, 
And what all is done, I believe Nick Khan is actually brought in to facilitate a sale of the WWE. And I believe that sale would have happened in 2020 if it wasn't for the pandemic. And so that kind of delayed it a year. But um, at that point, WWE's, you know, kind of not moving back in that direction of sale here in 2021 now that things are recovered. So the other thing is um, I want to point out Nick Khan actually just built or excuse me, just bought a $7.6 million home that's over 8,000 square feet in Los Angeles, California. You're telling me this guy is going to run the company in Connecticut and Stanford all the way from L.A. Okay, that does not sound like a guy that's planning on being around Stanford, Connecticut for the long term. And as Vince has always ran the company... Vince was always big on his higher up people moving to Stanford, Connecticut, and to the point where he even bought them houses. So the idea that Nick Khan just bought a house about two weeks ago, that size tells me that he's getting ready to settle up and possibly move out there and, you know, not be a part of the WWE once it sells. So um, these kind of reasons, uh, third major point is WWE in their uh, selling of their stock. So when we go to the actual stock reports and WW shares have been climbing up the boards over the years, you know, they're not like a huge grower, but they have progressed as you normally would expect. But um, one of the things we noticed is Vince McMahon's company has grown a lot in the sales of stock and him and Stephanie and Shane McMahon all have sold a large number of their portions like in some cases, almost half of their portions of WWE stock. And um, also Stephanie and Triple H, of course, sold a you know, large portions each that they had. Shane kind of tapped out with it a little while ago. And Vince has been selling his stock too. So that, to me, he did that about a year ago and he dumped a bunch of stock. So I look at that and I say, okay, you're no longer, you're almost all these moves are showing that you're setting yourself up to have a life outside of your own company that you helped kind of create or that your grandfather created really and your father really invented you know and took to another level so it tells me that it sounds like an exit plan to me so when you paired to the new deals the new faces and new places and then the stock it sounds like the wwe is getting ready to you know move on to um, other owners and that the mcmahon family is looking to ride off in the sunset um i also want to go into Some of the recent releases that we had. So um, I just want to remind you guys of the releases that we've had over the past couple years. When a company really is looking to trim down their operations, they're going to get rid of employees. They are going to get rid of, in the 2020, in spring of 2020, it was right after WrestleMania, they got rid of over 50-some employees. And this uh, company typically has about 900 employees total. So, um, you know, we're going to go in a little rewind here and the Hall of Fame class of 2020 of future endeavors. So it's the Hall of Fame class of future endeavors here on Tap Out Talk, just as a reminder of who all we've gotten rid of. You've got names like, you know, uh, Matt Cardona, also known as Zack Ryder, Kurt Hawkins, No Way Jose is No Way Anywhere right now, um, Heath Slater, Kurt Angle, and um, Maverick Drake, who, you know, left for a little while. And they all got rid of everybody in this class. And then they, that wasn't the end of it. Leo Rush, EC3, uh, Gallows and Anderson, all gone and all fired from their positions in future endeavors. So they were part of that Hall of Fame class of 2020. And um, it, it was it in, in there. It ended with uh, Eric 
Rowan. Um, Drake Maverick actually is on this list again because Drake Maverick actually went on Twitter and he publicly went live and was breaking down emotional and crying. And the WWE as a publicity kind of brought him back for a month and said, hey, we're going to bring him back. He's got heart. And then they put him in a tournament on NXT and then they just fired him again. So uh, he's on this slide, you know, a couple times because he got double fired in 2020. So he's a double two-time Hall of Fame uh, 2020 Future Endeavor class member. Um, so there, the list just goes on, but the whole Hall of Fame uh, 2020 Future Endeavor class, you know, they were let go. But let's now move forward to 2021. NXT, there was too many to name. They fired tons of people this year from NXT. They also... Right after WrestleMania again, they didn't do it all in one swoop. But what's happened is the WWE is slowly releasing people. They released some development talent like Chelsea Green earlier this year or about a month ago. They got rid of Samoa Joe right after he worked WrestleMania. They got rid of him literally the next week after he worked in the ring. Mickey James, the Iconics, Bo Dallas, Kalisto. The list goes on, right? So all of them. Yeah! Let's keep in mind, because the list continues for the Hall of Fame Class 2021 Future Endeavors, Velveteen Dream has been released from the company. We talked about that on a prior episode. Okay, so Velveteen Dream is added to that Hall of Fame Future Endeavor class. We also have Keith Lee. I reported this a week ago. It just now officially happened, but I did report this on Tap Out Talk last week that Keith Lee would be Future Endeavored and gone from the WWE. And I talked a little bit about like where I feel like he would end up. And then on top of that, Andrade, let me do that again. Andrade Cianalmas is gone from the WWE. And I hear he's actually in talks with AEW, which I did predict he would be a great fit with Pentagon and Ray Phoenix. But this is about the WWE and their sale. Andrade is a part of that 2021 class. As of today... On Wednesday, okay, June 2nd, breaking news for our future endeavor. We are going to have new additions that are going to be added to the Hall of Fame Future Endeavor class of 2021. Today, the WWE decided to part ways with Santana Garrett, who was an NXT development um and she's been a pro wrestler on the indie scene. Actually had a lot of potential, but they did try to cut ties with her today. They also, Ruby Riot. Um, Ruby Riot is actually gone from the WWE as of today. So I want to talk about Garrett. I feel like um, it's hard to, let me backtrack. Garrett, is, it's going to be hard to predict because she was an indie talent before. She didn't really have her steam under her. So she didn't get a lot of mainstream exposure in WWE. When it comes to Ruby Riot. I feel like she will be AEW bound. I feel like she could go right in there and attack Britt Baker and challenge for that, you know, AEW women's championship that Britt Baker just won at double or nothing over the weekend. So Ruby Riot, huge talent. She's great wrestler. She's got a great gimmick. She stands apart. She has the punk rocker look and she vibes with that type of audience that the, that the pro wrestling has. Um, next on the list, former um, cruiserweight champion, Buddy Murphy, and uh, formerly of the tag team Blake and Murphy from NXT days. Um, Another great talent, good wrestler. Um, 
did have a pretty long-term relationship with Alexa Bliss for a while. But Buddy Murphy um, actually is now gone from the company. He was just never really given that chance, even though he's gotten good acclaims from guys like Roman Reigns in the company and had really good matches with him. So um, it's going to be hard to say where Buddy Murphy will end up. I feel like he probably, because AEW can't grab all these guys, so I do feel like Buddy Murphy will end up in possibly like a um, Impact Wrestling. I think that you know that might be a guy they could bring in that could really uh, do some good work for them. Also, Lana is now gone from the WWE. This is an easy one, guys. It's been a long time. I'm surprised they kept her around so long, especially after Rusev was gone last year in the class of 2020 of Future Endeavors. Lana will go back to AEW, or she'll go to AEW, and she will join Miro, a.k.a. formerly Rusev. She will join Miro as his manager and just help elevate him. And ironically, he just won the TNT title um, not which is equivalent to the Intercontinental title for AEW, not too long ago, and defended it successfully on Sunday. So Lana will show up and manage her and do her best work with her husband in AEW. That'll be an easy signing for Tony Khan down in AEW. Uh, we also have Aleister Black. Um, really surprised, not surprised with this one. Um, a lot of people really like Aleister Black. I like his character. I like his style. I think they pushed him almost too quickly. There was a lot of times where I felt like Aleister Black was very spotty with his timing in the ring. Um, however, those darker characters and you know those abilities, those Undertaker-like characters, are usually do pretty well. I feel like he would be able to go to an AEW or a TNA Impact Wrestling and be able to probably be one of their top guys. I feel like he would have a better chance to build himself an Impact and cross over into AEW once in a while. So... Um, I was really shocked at uh, Aleister Black, but not really because of the way everything is going right now. The WWE is really trimming down, and they're trying to just keep these household names like the John Cena's and Roman Reigns. And then finally today, what? Braun Strowman is now gone from the company. This was probably the most shocking because uh, Strowman, it was not this year's WrestleMania, but last year, actually when um, he actually had to pick up the slack when Roman Reigns due to uh, COVID, could not actually participate. And so Braun Strowman had to step in against Goldberg and actually become the WWE champion. And he kind of tried to carry the belt. This is a classic example of the WWE paid him too much money and now they got to shed that money for the sale. So that's another shed uh, sale shedding cost. Uh, Braun Strowman, it's going to be hard to see where he lands. There will be groups that will feel like they can grab him and utilize him because of his mainstream, and he's a former WWE champion, and he was pushed pretty heavy. He is a big man act. Um, the problem with Braun is I felt like he may have burned himself because it wasn't long ago after he signed his big WWE contract, he was bashing the indie guys, and he came out, and he was like, ah, those guys are a joke. I could never, I would never do that kind of work. And um, just goes to show you, you just never know where life takes you and where you end up. And you can't make statements like that. You really have to, you know, kind of be humble and understand that not everybody had a straight shot to the WWE like you did. So um, it's going to be interesting because I think a lot of the indie promotions could snub Braun for his comments or the boys really could snub him. He might have a harder time finding work than we think. Um, or if somebody could forgive those statements, they would bring him in because of his mainstream factor. Uh, it will be interesting to see. Um, actually, his former Wyatt family member, uh, 
Eric Rowan still, I believe, is on the market and just doing indie stuff. So, you know, even his connection there really isn't connected with any company. So um, all these guys are released. Just to let you guys know, I'm hearing rumors right now um, that there are more possible releases coming. I'm hearing about three names. So don't take this as reported news, but take this as a speculation and a possibility. But uh, we could see more releases as early as next week or by the end of the week. And those names that I'm here on the list are Liv Morgan uh, from the Riot Squad. That would make sense. All the Riot Squad members will now be gone uh, with Ruby Riot gone and now Liv Morgan gone. Um, she could just follow in path with a um, Ruby Riot. However, Liv Morgan is uh, with actually Bo Dallas, who was just released last month. And they planned for life outside of WWE. They kind of seen the writing on the wall. And so they actually started their own real estate company. So she could just run off in the sunset and say, hey, I had a good run. And now I'm going to go be with my my man and go um, actually, you know, run the real estate business. So another one on the list, Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, Shinsuke was highly touted and brought over from Japan. And I believe... Um, you know, if they do release Shinsuke to shed some more costs, because they never really utilized him to the full capacity, I believe that Shinsuke will go back to Japan. I don't think he's going to go anywhere else in America. I believe he will go back to Japan and probably wrestle for New Japan. It'll be huge for them because, you know, he can jump back in there and with the Bullet Club and, you know, kind of meet up with all those guys. And so I think that'll be actually a good move for Shinsuke. He's been kind of underutilized for a while, but he's, he's went with it. Um, and then finally, Jeff Hardy. I've heard rumors that Jeff Hardy's actually been asking for his release. He's um, really just kind of over it. He signed the extension with the WWE when brother Matt went to AEW. And I think Jeff really thought, you know, he was given a lot of promises about being WWE champion again and, you know, going to the moon. And um, Jeff just never really got there and his ship kind of stuttered out. I feel like Jeff will is going to go to AEW with Matt Hardy. They're going to reunite the Hardy boys. And um, they'll be a good fit in the you know tag team scene down there as they are, um, just like they did with TNA Impact Wrestling. So I feel like Jeff will go there and kind of wind down his career. Jeff and Matt are always a great talent to have on your roster. And they get along with the Young Bucks and they get along with a lot of those guys down there. So um, Jeff Hardy, don't be surprised if you don't see that name on a release list very soon. I'm probably going to report it you know in about a week or two. So here's the thing. What the future may hold. You know, we don't know right now. And the reason I you know, wanted to come out with this story for you guys because there's so much news going on and there's so much speculation. So I wanted to give you guys like my key points. And the truth is only the McMahon family really knows what's going to happen with the future of the WWE and if this is the last hurrah. And, you know, you got to think about the things. Sometimes, like I said, you see all these releases and it's the buzz, you know, topics to talk about. But you have to zoom out and say, okay, we've sold a lot of stock. We've trimmed a lot of unnecessary wages. We've gotten rid of some backstage employees too. We have got our headquarters up for sale. And you know what? We got secured new TV deals for the network, Raw, SmackDown. And that's not even including, like I said, the merchandising side of it. So the WWE is looking very primed to sell with multiple dance partners to take them to prom. So don't be surprised if the WWE does go into a new era, you know, and we'll have to just only the future will be able to tell us what may happen with this company. Then we know the now, but forever, what will be the future of the WWE? 
Guys, I want to thank you for putting up with my bad acting and having a little fun. And also the report on Tap Out Talk. Thanks for listening. And game over. But you can't see me.